Welcome to They Might Be Librarians, a podcast at the Plainfield-Guilford Township Public Library. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, watch us on YouTube. So, welcome to our May episode, in which we'll be discussing all sorts of summer fun. Summer reading is around the corner, everyone! You can register now on our website, plainfieldlibrary.net. On display in our gallery this month is our works from the Hendricks County Photography Club from May 3rd to May 31st. Seriously, there is so much variety in the photographs that we have seen, just as uh, Laura has been putting them on display. It is so cool. You guys seriously need to check this stuff out. As a note of housekeeping, we will be closed for Memorial Day on Monday, May 27th. But then you can join us the next day, Tuesday, May 28th, for the Summer Reading Club kickoff party from 5.30 to 7.30. And please be sure to come by the library and pick up our library guide for May, June, and July to see what we're going to be up to. We have some new programs coming up over the course of the month, including Essentials of English. For the first time ever, we are offering classes for English speakers of other languages. The first class will be Monday, May 6th, and for the foreseeable future, will run on the first and third Monday of each month. Our, our assistant, Kylie Sokol, will be running the classes, and they will be running from 6.30 to 7.30 p.m. Please register online. The first Monday of each month is going to start to be really busy because we're doing some exciting other new things as well. We're doing our first Never Too Old for YA book club on Monday, May 6th from 6 to 7 p.m. at Johnson's Coffee Shop in the shops at Perry Crossing. I'm actually really excited about the Never Too Old for YA because, yes, I'm an adult. I'm pushing 40, but I still read YA, and I think a lot of adults out there still do too, but they're afraid to admit it. Exactly. Isn't the first book we're discussing Scythe by Neil Shusterman? Heck yeah, it is. Lauren just convinced me to read it, and I loved it. And you just finished the second one even, right? And now I have to wait how many months until the third se- book in the series? <sighs> Still till September. I can't handle it. <laughs> me neither. But yeah, so we will be d- discussing Scythe um, this Monday, May 6th. And then at that meeting, we're going to start voting on future titles for different discussions. So it won't just be me dictating uh, what we'll be talking about. I will give four options so it's still kind of me dictating but i'm giving you a slight option you do give really good recommendations for ya books though thank you i appreciate that so yeah i'm really excited about that plus um johnson's coffee shop is a really fun little coffee shop i'm really really excited to meet there i have not been there yet where is that located in the perry shops crossing so it is kind of in the central part of it it's right by one of the main entrances but also it's across the street from the candle shop and one of the jewelry stores I'm blanking on. Is it Zales that's in the mall? So it's right across the street from that. So the map on Google Maps, it told me that I was on the wrong side of the street. So beware, it's on the oh. right <laughs> side. If you're passing like Victoria's Secret and those shops on the right, uh-huh. um, it's very close to that. And then also on the same side as Rocket Fizz. So, oh, okay. Yeah, it's really close to Rocket Fizz. Sorry, I just named like a bunch of different things, but hopefully people can navigate that. <laughs> We're offering a marketing boot camp series from May through July. The first session is Monday, May 13th from 5 to 6.15. This session will cover art and product photography tips and tricks. Other sessions, we will feature resources for digital marketing. And in July, we will have a networking panel and meetup for local entrepreneurs and business owners. That's really cool. I feel like things are always changing in the marketing world. So it's always good to keep up with current trends and how to get that intended audience. 
All right, so we mentioned earlier that summer reading is right around the corner, and we have the perfect people here in this podcast today to talk about it. We have Crystal from the Children's Department. Hello. Lauren W. from the Teen Department. Hey. And Nick from the Adult Section. Welcome. So, Crystal, why don't you tell us a little bit about what the theme is going to be this year? This year, the theme is a universe of stories, and we have a lot of fun programming planned around that um, to feature outer space and other types of worlds of things. We've we've included some franchises that aren't necessarily sci-fi, but, you know, Harry Potter is a world all of its own, so we're also including some of that stuff in there. That is true. I mean, it is a whole other universe, and the only way you can get to it is by reading the books. Absolutely. So, you may be asking... How, you, how can I register for the summer reading program? Well, you can do all of that really easily online by going to www.plainfieldlibrary.net slash summer reading and filling out the form that you see there. You can register now or anytime at your convenience. And summer reading officially starts May 28th. So if you are a child or a teen or a parent of a child or a teen, come in anytime from May 28th to July 13th to pick up your reading logs. Summer reading will go until July 13th. The completion party for children will be Saturday, July 20th from 3 to 4 p.m. And the completion party for teens will be an after-hours party Saturday, July 20th from 5 to 8 p.m. I don't know if you guys already have your parties planned, but do you have anything to kind of whet the appetites of the kids that might be wanting to sign up? For the kids' completion party, Mr. Molecule is coming here, and I believe he said he has a space rat coming with him. A space rat. <laughs> it's a rat that's been to space, maybe? Oh, that's fantastic. It was really cool. Um, For the teens, we're doing something very similar to last year, but it was a hit, so we will be having a lot of different activities that they can do. We'll have an escape room. We'll have our virtual reality out. We'll have food. Karaoke? Probably karaoke, because that was definitely something that was asked for last year. That was an awesome room to be in. Yes. So we're going to have a lot of fun with the teens as well, and especially since it's after hours. I mean, who can pass that up? And will there be snacks? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. There's no good party without food. Are you going to sing karaoke, Lauren? Probably not, personally. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Nick, do you want to tell us about the astronaut that's coming to visit us? So, on June 19th which is a Wednesday night at 6.30, we will be hosting a -a once-in-a-lifetime encounter with an astronaut. Jerry Ross is a native of Crown Point, Indiana, and a graduate of Purdue University, and an astronaut. In fact, along with one other astronaut, he has been to space more than anybody else. He's been there seven times. Seven? Seven. Seven. I verified that on Wikipedia. Nick's right. (laughs) I told you. Seven. So, he will be speaking at the library in our Macmillan room at 6.30. It's an hour-long talk, and he will cover how he got to space, what he did in space, and how you could get to space as well. Additionally, we will have copies of his books Spacewalker and Becoming a Spacewalker for sale and autograph. So, I'm really looking forward to this program. It's going to be a really fun night, and I hope to see you there. It's probably the only time we'll have a real live astronaut in this building. So mark your calendars for June 19th. I'll be there. We are also running a couple of other programs. I will be leading two discussions on science fiction books, particularly science fiction books that are connected to space in some way. 
the first one will be at the end of the month on May 30th, and that will cover books that were published before the year 2000, so what we could consider classic sci-fi books. So we're talking Ursula Le Guin, we're talking uh, Robert Heinlein, we're talking Orson Scott Card, we're talking some of the old masters here. So come on through and we'll talk about the classic books and what they led to and the influence that they drew from and the further the further works that drew from them. That sounds like a lot of fun for the teens. I know we're doing a lot of sci-fi and uh, space-related programming, specifically on Wednesday, May 29th from 1.30 to 2.30. We will be allowing the teens to make galaxy totes. So we're going to have black tote bags and then they can bleach them. And to look like a galaxy. And so the kids can use that throughout the summer to get all their summer reading books to complete those reading logs. So we're really trying to give people motivation to come in and check out those books. I absolutely love galaxy bags. And just watching them be created is really interesting. And right. Like just the, the whole way everything transforms as you're, as you're spraying the bleach on. Mm-hmm. I love it. I think they're going to look really great. We also have um, our normal Tabletop Thursdays. We do them every other Thursday anyway. But this summer, all of our Tabletop Thursdays will be sci-fi related. So we have a lot of fun games to teach everybody, um, including one called Thanos Rising. So I'm really excited to teach everyone that. That one's on May 16th from 4.15 to 5.45. So it's still during the school year. But I think everybody should come out for that because that's also one of our summer reading prizes and one of our board game packs for the teens. So Nice. Yeah. We are also going to be showing exclusively movies about space for our Summer Movie Night series, which starts on May 9th, which is a Thursday at 6, with a viewing of Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Mm, What a good movie. (laughs) Even better book. Oh yeah, way better book. But the movie actually came out 15 years ago last week. Really? Yeah, it's crazy. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I'm thinking through it. I believe it has Mose Def. Yes. And Sam Rockwell and Martin Freeman. Martin Freeman. That's the it's name such I was a great looking cast. for. <laughs> Had it... to really stop from Sam Bilbo Baggins. Well, yes. <laughs> Pre Bilbo Baggins. Back to book discussions. It may seem counterintuitive to start this in May, gearing up for the summer, but on the third Thursday of every month, we are gearing up and doing a homeschool book club. We have done it before, but we have a new format now. We are going to do simultaneously a book club discussion for younger kids and older kids alike. We know a lot of homeschool families in our community have young kids and older kids, and we wanted to try something that would work for people with a wide age gap in their children's age. That'll be really good. I I think some families will appreciate being able to send their children to programs at the same time. Yeah, it will be the third Thursday starting in May, and it is at 1130 I know that's at lunchtime, so you're welcome to bring your lunch, and it will be kind of a brown bag book discussion. Is it just any book that they've been reading, or are there specific books that are involved? There are specific books. In May, the younger children will discuss If It Rains Pancakes by Brian P. Cleary, and older children will discuss Out of Wonder by Kwame Alexander. Sounds good. I would also really like it to rain pancakes, so maybe I'll have to join that discussion. That would be one delicious <laughs> storm, wouldn't it? Right. Maybe everyone will bring pancakes for lunch that day. Ooh, oh, that'd be Breakfast fun. for lunch. Speaking of books, I know Lauren and I have some sci-fi books prepared to talk about today. What about you, Lauren? Okay, so um, I have two upcoming books that I'm pretty excited about. Um, 
I love Star Wars. Most people who know me know that I love Star Hmm. Wars. I'll actually be hosting a Star Wars program here with our director, Monty, um, this Saturday um, on May May the 4th, for May the 4th be with you. But um, the first book that I wanted to talk about is Alphabet Squadron by Alexandra Freed. It is the first book in a new trilogy, and this has really intrigued me because it takes place basically right in the aftermath of the Emperor's death and the fall of the Empire. It is hmm. just, it basically, it's like right after uh, Return of the Jedi. That's where it's going to start picking up. It's the story of Yurika Quell. Uh, she defected from the Imperial Army to join the Rebels in the New Republic, uh, and she is chosen for the Alphabet Squadron. Uh, it's a group of elite pilots that are tasked with hunting down and destroying the Shadow Wing, which is a lethal force of TIE fighters that are just exacting this incredibly bloody vengeance in like the last gasp of the rain. And it is a crossover with the uh, TIE fighter miniseries called the Shadow the Shadow Wing. Huh. Yeah, that's I cool. yeah I I think that's going to be really interesting because there's such a gap between. Return of the Jedi and then The Force Awakens as far as the movies go. And I love finding out like how we got from there to Force Awakens and see all the different things that came about and um, just the immediate aftermath of the, the Empire just falling to pieces because their leader was gone. Right. Okay, so correct me if I'm wrong, but it's the Emperor we hear at the end of the new trailer for Episode Nine, right? Or is it somebody else? I've heard that it is the Emperor, but... You know what? We've gotten so many fake rumors. I just, I'm waiting until the movie comes out. <laughs> okay. Well, I was wondering if this book has any information about that, though. You know, do you think it'll tie in with that? It may. It may. Not. I don't know. I guess we'll see. <laughs> you know, the the biggest problem with that is, um, even though I'm I'm buying the books and I'm going out and I'm finding this stuff, they don't tell us much. <laughs> they should, though. They should. They don't tell us much about how it connects with the movie world. And then the second one that I wanted to talk about is The Last Astronaut by David Wellington. This will not come out until July 23rd, but it sounded so interesting that I wanted to talk about it now. (laughs) Um, It's a story of Sally Jensen, who was at one time NASA's top astronaut, and then she leads a mission to Mars that ends in absolute tragedy. She's the only one who survives the mission. Mm -hmm. She's completely haunted by survivor's guilt. She thinks that she's never going to go into space again, and she's just a laughingstock in the entire world. But then, all of a sudden, this giant object enters our solar system and is hovering above Earth, and... NASA tries to communicate with them. They have no interest. They know there's a life a life form on board, but it is not responding. It shows no interest in communicating with anybody on Earth, but it's starting to act in an aggressive manner without actually firing on Earth or hurting anyone. So they decide, okay, we're going to send a recon mission up there. And the only person they can turn to is Sally Jensen, because she's the only surviving astronaut. Mm. So she's their best bet. And uh, they have her create a a team to lead an expedition up. And then when she gets up there, she discovers this is not just an information gathering mission. This is actually going to be a mission of survival. And this ship that they're going to is equipped to destroy you both body and mind. This is very much sci-fi, but it is also very strongly in the horror category. Yeah. So <laughs> if you're wanting to pick this up, be prepared to be scared. 
sounds really intense. Okay, well, since we're both apparently on the Star Wars trail here, um, I also had a Star Wars tie-in book. Uh, it's Ahsoka by E.K. Johnston. So it's uh, it focuses on a beloved character from the Clone Wars, and then she kind of leaves the, the Jedi Order at the end of that show, and um, it kind of focuses on the time between that and when she reappears during the Rebels show. So in this book, sh- her desire to protect those that need help uh, leads her to Bail Organa, and then uh, the Rebel Alliance. So it kind of focuses on her introduction to the Rebels and all that kind of stuff. So um, I have not personally read it. I'm not the biggest Star Wars fan out there. But my friend has read it. And he keeps me in the know about all the YA um, <laughs> Star Wars books. So he really, really likes this one. Cool. Yeah. And then the other ones were some uh, that have stuck with me. There are sci-fis that I read a while ago. But they're still really, really good. Um, Feed by M.T. Anderson. I'm sure. Oh my yes, gosh. I think all of us have read <laughs> yes. that. Yes. Um, it's from 2002, so it's an oldie but a goodie. Um, and it like just haunts me to this day. Like mm-hmm. I think about it a lot. Um, it's a future where people connect themselves uh, to the internet via implants in their brain, which is just horrifying to me. But it pops up in a lot of sci-fi. Um, there's the main character Titus and his friends. They take a spring break spring break trip to the moon. You know, as you do. And uh, he meets a girl who is oddly choosing not to connect to the feed. And so they have, there's a lot of good discussions about um, just like kind of ethics and stuff like that. And there's some stuff that happens later on that kind of sticks with you and is just makes you think a lot about the future of technology and stuff like that. It's just seriously, it's one of those that like, it's not horror at all, but like it just really kind of haunts me. I don't know how to describe that any better without ruining it. Well, honestly, can we all just agree here that we loved the book and we think it's amazing? Is that enough to get our listeners to read it? So much that I want to connect my brain to the internet. (laughs) Better not. (laughs) You learned nothing. Um, And then there's another book. It's more recent. It's called Illuminae. It was published by Amy Kaufman and Jay Kristoff. It's a whole trilogy, so all three books are out, so there's no waiting, like, with the whole Scythe trilogy here. But it's set in 2575, so a long way down in the future. Um, There's a girl named Katie. She wakes up thinking the hardest part of her day is going to be breaking up with her boyfriend. And then that afternoon, their planet is invaded. So (laughs) that's not quite the hardest thing of her day. The hardest thing now is trying to escape with her life. And so she um, boards a ship, and as they're leaving, and she has to team up with her ex on this, even though she swore she would never talk to him again. And as they're on the ship, there's this um, plague disease thing that's going around, and it's mutating, and it's hitting, like, everybody on this ship. So she's trying to, like, hack into the mainframe, figure out what's going on. Um, the only person she can talk to is this ex. And so it's <laughs> it's it's a lot um, involved, but it's also really, really cool visually. It has a lot of, like, there's dialogue and stuff, but then there's also some... Like, she reads some of the stuff that's from the internet, so it's, like, formatted differently. And there's some things that are text, but they form pictures. It's really, really interesting. I don't know if you guys have read that or seen it. I've seen okay. a little bit. I, I keep meaning to read it. I just haven't yet. But I, I have seen it, and I've flipped through it. It is – visually, it's a gorgeous book. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I really like dystopians, and I really like futuristic sci-fi books. But if they have a plague in them, <laughs> there's something about that – the world is ending by virus that I just can't handle. Too realistic for you? Yes. Yeah, I get that. And so it's, once again, it's one of those sci-fis that just kind of like, kind of horrifies you without being horror, mm-hmm. if that makes sense, as Crystal is pointing out there. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's it's very interesting. I haven't read the second or third ones. Um, a long time ago, they said they were going to turn it into a movie, but I feel like that happens a lot, and then we never hear about it again. So that could or could not turn into a movie at some point. <laughs> Guess we'll see. 
One big thing that I would like to mention right now through May 21st, we have something really special going on at the front display in the library. It's called One Town, One Read. We would like, starting in the fall, to have the entire community of Plainfield read the same book. And we have selected six books that all take place in Indiana, and they all have a very special connection to the state of Indiana for all of the patrons to come in and vote on which book they would really like to read for the fall. Uh, The titles are The Friendly Persuasion by Jessamine West, Shakespeare Saved My Life by Laura Bates, The Supremes at Earl's All You Can Eat by Edward Kelsey Moore, All the Bright Places by Jennifer Niven, The Girl in the Tangerine Scarf by um, Moja Koff, and A Place Called Hope by Philip Gully. Please come into the library. We have ballots for you to select which one you would like for us to read. And um, also, we have an option for you on Facebook voting as well. We have the covers of all six books uh, up on Facebook, and you go in and you vote which book you would like for the town of Plainfield to read by just liking the picture. I have my own personal favorites, but this is your opportunity to make your (laughs) voice heard as well. So once all of the voting is over, we will announce the winning book this fall, and we will have book discussions and programs related to the One Town, One Read this winter. That we will. Stay tuned for more details on that. And please come into the library and vote. Again, you have until May 21st. Or avoid us and stay home, but vote on Facebook. (laughs) So, gang. What are you geeking out about this month? Star Wars. (laughs) I was telling Lauren W. that I am just so focused on Star Wars. And it's not just because Monty and I are doing the May the 4th programs. I I went to see Avengers Endgame last night and we got to see the full trailer for uh, The Rise of Skywalker. And then, of course, we got into an argument about whether or not Rey's costume in that mirrors more Luke's costume in A New Hope or Leia's costume in A New Hope. Because we're very geeky. (laughs) Yeah, there's a lot of similarities between the two. Oh, boy. I've never thought about that. But, But, like, um, I I pulled a Star Wars book, Alphabet Squadron, to talk about. And, you know, Lauren, you were talking about Ahsoka. And now I want to go out and I want to read that. Mm I have been wanting to rewatch all of the Star Wars movies, including, like, Rogue One and Solo. And, you know, the the non- main trilogy ones and just like immerse myself in star wars and i feel like i have enough time since it's not coming out till christmas but i'm just super into star wars right now so since i'm going to be uh leading these sci-fi book discussions this summer i've been working on my reading list going forward and figuring out what new things to discover and what old things to brush up on uh in particular i'm very excited to revisit uh a book by one of my favorite authors, Neil Stevenson, called Seven Eves. We have a copy at this library, and it is a really fascinating uh, sci-fi book that uh, covers a future where the moon has exploded and destroyed the Earth, and it covers millennia of the survivors of this catastrophe. And Stevenson is a really fascinating science fiction writer to read because he has a generally optimistic view of technology in the future. So it's not the doom and gloom that you get from dystopia that has been really prevalent in sci-fi for the past five years. You get, you know, ways that 
technology can make things cooler, and like I said, a general good outlook on things. One of the things I love about Neil Stevenson's work is there's so much in it, but it moves so quickly. Like, you don't feel like you're being bogged down in a Mm -hmm. bunch of jargon or like the plot is never going anywhere you feel like you're on this incredible fast-paced journey even when maybe there's not that much happening he keeps his writing very interesting yeah he's he manages at once to be incredibly detailed and very witty so always a great read i recommend the entire bibliography you also just blew my mind because I've seen that cover so many times, but I didn't know how to pronounce that. <laughs> that was awesome. Yeah, the, the title comes from uh, the seven new, seven survivors, all women, who end up birthing the, the new human race. So it's the seven huh. eaves of oh, okay. the new humans. Awesome. So we already mentioned Endgame, but that's pretty much... The Avengers have been on my mind recently. My husband was very into rewatching all of the movies in the past three, two weeks, very very (laughs) short period of time. Fortunately, I was home just recovering from a wisdom teeth extraction, so he had plenty of time to just sit around and watch. Um, But yeah, so I got to relive the past 11 years of my life because I got to see Iron Man the weekend it came out when I was in high school. So yeah, it's very interesting having been through this whole Infinity Saga and seeing it come to fruition. So I'm going again this weekend to see it and hopefully I'll pick up on some stuff that I missed last weekend. So I'm excited about that. And you guys are all geeking about real geek things. And all (laughs) I can think about is my backyard. We moved our garden and I planted an herb garden and opposed to my typical black thumb self, they are all alive a week later. Yay! Very impressive. Excellent. (laughs) I couldn't do that. Me neither. So I'm not sure what's happening. (laughs) I'm really excited to pick up my yearly basil plant here. So My basil's still alive. That's That's a feat. Okay, thanks for listening with us, guys. Uh, Don't forget to share the word about our new podcast, They Might Be Librarians, a Plainfield-Guilford Township Public Library podcast. We would love it if you would check us out on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, or wherever you listen to podcasts, and give us a rate and review. 